Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I just looked. I cannot believe this. I glanced down. I brought up the Star Tribune on my uh, laptop. Mm-hmm. The first thing I see is, how many times has this headline appeared in this newspaper? You ready? Yep. Let's have it. Minneapolis Lake Street Kmart is gone. Here's what could come next. They've po- published that story about 20 times now. I don't even think they retype the article. <laughs> they just wait long enough. Just hey, put it in there. People are starting to ask about that Kmart again. Put that article back out. Put that article back out. <laughs> At one point, they just like, what are the what are the notable businesses on Lake Street? Just just replace the like the title. Just mm-hmm. re- just swap it out. We'll just have them ready to go, so that when they eventually have to move out, we're gonna fire the headline and boom. Yeah, that's because well, exactly didn't we, right. Didn't we talk to Chris like two months ago, and he was, oh, yep, it's about to get demolished, and they're finally moving yes. forward. Yeah, wait, and yeah. it's still standing. Was that a, yep. was that Kmart or was that Sears? No, that was Kmart. It was Kmart. Yeah, yeah it was Kmart. Yeah, because huh. they're never gonna tear that Sears building down. That's never gonna happen. That no. thing's a beauty it's a beautiful my mother used to work in that building oh really yeah she worked in a, she worked at, i don't know in the i don't know some department for sears i don't know what the hell it is my favorite St- sears story now is and i already told you about this uh, going out on that little little boat tour we went on mm-hmm. with uh-huh. the kids and it was it was a lot of fun and all the rest of it but i did some research on the guy who owned this one specific boat he bought it from uh, what I can never remember that guy's name. He's on Dealer, not Dealer, No Deal. It's it's what's the one with everybody? Yeah, oh God, I can't remember the name of the show. It's um, not Howie Mandel. No, the guy that owns the Spurs. Oh, oh, Mark Cuban. Mark, no, Mark that's the Cuban. Mavericks. Mavericks. Mavericks is Mark Cuban. Yeah, what did Shark I say? Tank. You said Spurs, but is he the guy on oh, Shark I said Tank? the Spurs. Yes, I'm at Mavericks. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah Mark Cuban. The Maver- Shark Tank, that's what it's called. There you go. So he sold his boat for $300 million to the CEO of Sears. And you're thinking, how did the CEO of Sears get any money? Because Sears is broke and out mm-hmm. of business. How the hell does that happen that the CEO has $300 million to buy a boat? Jeez, I just, when is this going to stop? Because uh, is his name Edward Lampert? I, I believe he's right. the CEO yeah, of. Yeah, it looks like he's at tr- something called Transformaco and ESL as well. Transformaco. Transformco and yeah, ESL. So <laughs> what the whatever. hell is Transformco? Oh, oh, that's why he's uh, involved in a privately held hedge fund based in. There you go, touchdown. <laughs> so Sears was just a little side hustle he had going. <laughs> Another thing I know we got to get going here in a couple of minutes and we can talk a little sports, but 
I, I love tuning in the news because I don't give a shit about the news anymore. I have mm-hmm. my life. I love my wife, our children, our grandchildren. I love my friends. I'm having a great time on this job and, you know, working with the family and all the rest of it. But I just, I don't care what the news says anymore. I, it used to piss me off. Now I just don't care at all because this is what I saw this morning uh, on Fox. Well, you know, they're going to go after Biden, and uh, it's about time they went after him, and it's going to be unbelievable, and they better back down on Trump, because if they don't back on, down on Trump, they're going to really go after Biden. And then you tune to the other channel, and it's like, they're not, it doesn't look like they're going to go after Trump at all, and if they don't go after Trump, I mean, I'm serious, this could be the end of America. It's, it's like, could you end. people on both channels puke a little more? I mean, it's just everything's a disaster, and it's, oh, both sides, Fox mm-hmm. and CNN, it's coming to an end. Shut up. And you know what I really hate when they do this? And it's the guy, the blonde guy or the gray-haired guy on, on Fox who does it. Okay. He goes like this. What's his name? I have you know, no The older guy. Yeah. No idea. I mean, I'll look, I up, I'll look up Fox yeah. Acres here. I don't even know his name, and we don't need to know his name, but he always does this. You know... I've got to bring this up because it could become a huge problem. We better keep an eye on those people. And then he goes like this. We better keep an eye on those people. <laughs> it's like, what are you, why are you mugging the camera when you just said the world's coming to an end and you're mugging at the camera? The, the world's always coming to an end. <laughs> yes, like, one yes, of my earliest is. memories as a child was Y2K. <laughs> And how, like, I thought the world was just going to end when the clock struck midnight sure. to go to the year 2000. It's, Absolutely. Last oh, I, yeah. Last Y2K. I checked, we're still slogging along. Yeah, Y2K was a huge deal to people. I went, what do you think's going to happen? Well, what if all the, the, everything just shuts down? I said, I'm kind of confident they had backup systems, so I wouldn't worry too much. Nothing happened yet again. No, no. I held my breath for nothing. <laughs> It's true, AJ. What do you got? I, they have it's a they have a list of like a hundred people with and they, they don't have pictures, so I'd have to like click into each individual one. So I don't uh, I don't have a name for you yet. All right. Well, Tevin, this is out. It's got to go. Mm-hmm. I uh, gave a guy a job and he just didn't do it. Oh, AJ, I saw the list that you got pulled up. <laughs> there is. Yeah. There is. It just says A through Z, and then you got to click through oh, each, God. each one. Here you go. Actually, I'm from their six to nine Fox and Friends show. Here's the guys that are on there. Let me know if any of these ring a bell. Steve Ducey, uh, Brian Kilmeade, or Lawrence Jones. Those are the three guys on the show. I think Stephen Ducey is the guy. He's the older, older honky. I think. Okay. Don't they only uh, have honkies on Fox News? No, hell no. The guy, the morning guy is a black guy. He's a very young black man. In America today, as a matter of fact. Good for him. You know, I just, what I really wish they would do more of, if they could get some commercials on the air that include, you know, like say people in mixed races. Yep. You know, mixed mixed marriage. They should get more of that up. It's like, why don't you shove everything down our throats like you always do? Do you think I give a rat's ass who you're married to? Good for you. I'm happy for you. No, I don't. I don't really care who is in your commercial. God. I just want to know what the product is that you're selling. Right. It's definitely also got to be Steve Ducey. Oh, that's 100. percent Yeah, you said like, a, like blonde and gray haired. He's got glasses yes. on usually. Yeah. And yes. the first picture that comes up when you type in Steve Ducey is the face Tom that you made. So in he's the doing camera. Yeah, it's that face. <laughs> what the hell? 
are you so happy about? People are dying and you're laughing it up. Okay, pal, good for you. But, you know, I, I, I'm really happy that I've gotten to the point now when I do tune into the news. It's like a comedy show for me because these people do nothing but kiss ass on their own side and condemn the piss out of the other side. That's all they do. So I'll make up my own mind. What do you say? I agree. Right? Yep. Yeah, go ahead. All right, I'll make up my mind to go to break right now so we can talk some sports. I did not even pay attention to the baseball scores yesterday because the last score I saw, they were getting the piss kicked out of them about 5 to nothing or something like that. I don't know what it was, but has that team won a game yet? Yeah, remember when they beat those uh, those college kids? Yeah, they beat oh, the right. They beat the college kids. I forgot. <laughs> they did. They beat the some guys that of are Minnesota. some guys that are stuck in uh, syllabus <laughs> right. week or whatever. Yeah, some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, you're 32, and the guys you beat today are all about 17. How does that feel? Yeah, the twins went to the bars afterwards, and then the Gophers had to go study for their <laughs> chem exam. They went to the food yeah. hall to get yeah. yeah. <laughs> there it is. We shall take a break. Be right back with a little sports coming up right after this. Phil will be with us. If you enjoyed Minnesota's non-winter this year, you want to enjoy the warmth whenever you want. Two Minnesotans can help you live that dream. Matt Carlson, Realty One Group Destination Key West. Grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota. Started out helping his friends find homes locally and in Florida. And now can help you. If you've considered living in the warmth of Florida, now is the time to reach out to your new friend in Realty, Matt Carlson. It's a buyer's market now, and your Minnesotan friend Matt can help you with a new home here or in the Florida Keys. And if you need some guidance with financing, Kristen Eklund from Coast to Coast Mortgage can help. Kristen is Matt's preferred lender, which is a good thing. Uh, He can finance anywhere in Florida, and like Matt, is one of us. And she hails from the Sartell, Alexandria area. So if you're looking at a new home in Minnesota... Maybe you want a second home or maybe a retirement place in Florida. Key West is wonderful. All of Florida is wonderful. Trust your new local friends and contact Matt and Kristen. Visit OneKeyWestRealty.com. That's OneKeyWestRealty.com or call Matt, 612-791-2345, 612-791-2345, and work with local professionals that you can trust. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. I will. I promise I will hurry. There's no question about it. You know what I mean? I'm making that face right now. You just can't see it. Michael Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. And I want to thank you, too. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance and new product sale. It's going on right now, as a matter of fact, for the best prices ever. 
All you have to do is use promo code TOM and you make Uncle Tommy happy too. You get free shipping on your entire order, as a matter of fact. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. And take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA. They're on sale for as low as... $99.99. That's correct. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have made the same technology. They've got the same technology as the bath towels, actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and a whole lot more. A whole lot more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM, and you get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-516-5146 to go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. With Phil Mackey. Yes. What's happening? Oh, you know what? I I didn't want to do this, but it was already mentioned this morning. The deal about Madison, uh, Twins plan, uh, Twins. The Vikings plan to release Madison uh, after his mediocre 2020. Phil, I may as well tell you, you're you're gone after the 2023 season. After my mediocre 2023 season? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. A cap casualty, as they say in the NFL? (laughs) Yes, it's a casualty. I love that. It's pretty rare in sports where the idiots on couches like us are are (laughs) right about something so point-blank when they signed, and Alexander Madison was a fine backup for a while, mm-hmm. but when they signed him to be the starting running back, because he was a free agent and they signed him back last year, I think most people looked around and were like, eh, I don't know about that one. And then about three yeah. weeks into the season, you're like, hey, he's dropping passes, fumbling, three yards of carry. So, uh, so I guess score one for the for the couch potatoes watching football. We, we saw that one coming from a while away. I have a question for all three of you. Do you think his parents, Alexander Madison's parents, actually knew that the real Alexander Madison's name was spelled with a D, not a T? Well, his (laughs) his last name. His parents didn't choose his last name spelling, right? I don't care, but you can't go with Alexander Madison. That's like naming your kid Tom Bernard and B E R. No, you're out of the mix. I think I'm going to do that. Actually, my wife and I, when we. we're gonna first name Bernard B E R R. Yeah, but yeah, Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful idea. There's no question. See, Catherine and I had a really easy time with that whole deal because uh, we named our son Andy after Andy Fisher, my best friend of, of all time. We named Andy after. It was so sweet too because when they found out that Andy Fisher was dying uh, about a year ago, Andy called me and he said, "Dad, I, I don't really want to go, but should I go see Andy Fisher because?" You know, I'm named after. I said, no, it's too much. Seriously, you don't want to go see Andy Fisher because he was like the hero of the family kind of guy. And then, you know, Catherine's name is Catherine Alexandra Brandt. So we went with Andy and Alex. Huh? Okay. Okay. Worked out pretty well. Where Where did Tom come from? Uh, it came from the fact that I was uh, 23 inches tall and weighed 11 pounds, and they thought I was twins. They literally thought I was two people in the womb because I was so big. But that's either that's either two people or a thirty-nine-year-old coming out right now, <laughs> right, exactly smoking a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I got a I got a story for you though. The great part of that is I have a friend named Mark Marrows, who is about six four or something like that. Probably weighs about two twenty-five, two thirty. He's a big fella. 
When he was born, he weighed 13 pounds, 2 ounces, and was wow. over 2 feet tall. Jesus. That's Boy. a big baby, man. That's where, they, they, that's where that's they deliver the baby and put you right up in, like, a boxing showdown, like the yeah. way. You know. <laughs> exactly it's like Mike right. Tyson and a Kid cut his own umbilical cord. We saw the biggest because we looked at we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, about a, a couple of months ago, I guess it was, uh, baby weight and all that stuff. And we actually did look it up. There was a baby that was born at 28 pounds, and I think it lived for about 15. What? 28 pound baby. Can you imagine giving birth? And apparently, it was a natural birth. They didn't slice her open. That's a mistake. I mean, she could bear down. Is all I got to say. Boy, I don't want to. Wouldn't have to deal with the aftermath there, huh? That's oh. uh Quite the crime scene. Twenty-eight <laughs> crime scene. That's real. Nice. Twenty-eight pounds. Yeah, I know. You, you don't just walk away from that. No. No, I don't think no. you don't just do some yoga and you know recover from that. What happened to mom? She didn't have a baby. Oh no, the baby. And that's how she didn't have the baby. Well, why is she in a wheelchair then? Honest yeah. <laughs> it's man. That is a, that's aggressive. It's a big kid. Mm. That is a big kid. There's no question about it. So I I had not paid any attention. I did see the Madison deal that they're going to release him. I did not pay any attention to the Twins yesterday because I still have not seen them win a game. I also did not pay attention to the Twins, so high five to us. I don't listen. I don't pay attention to spring training baseball until March. Yeah. So today, yeah. today I, I, do, I guess a couple days ago, Byron Buxton did play his first game in center field for oh, the okay. Twins in like 500-some-odd days. And so he didn't, and his leg didn't fall off. So nice. Very good. Step one, Buxton's out there. Good news. And then, and they did make a trade. I can't remember if we talked about this or not earlier in the week, but they did bring in a good backup for mm-hmm. Byron Buxton. So they've got some Buxton insurance and Manuel Margot. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to alleviate your angst from what you've seen in the first week of spring training games, but. Okay. Let me check my angst. Does anybody know what the score was yesterday? Because I do not. No idea. No idea what the score was yesterday. All right. Let's all look. Let's look it up here. And I know it's spring training, I understand that, but have they won a game yet? I think they won one so far. I Let's think. see here. Yesterday's so played, final oh. with the Atlanta Braves, five to nothing in favor of the Braves. Jesus. Okay, I'm hanging up. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. Hold on. They uh oh, here we go. They tied against the Phillies a couple days ago. So like it didn't win though. That's the whole key. The, but they didn't, but they didn't lose. lose. Yeah, that is true. Play the light happy music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, light happy music. Let's get that going, baby. You know, to this day, people go. Every time I hear that music now, I think of you and the damn '87 Twins. I'm like, you got it, baby. There it is. Yeah, I think if they, I think if they win their next spring training game, I feel like the next show has to just be an hour and a half of light, happy music to celebrate. Right. There's no question about it. There's mm-hmm. absolutely no question about it. You know how much ridicule I took in 1987 at the the day before the season started? I said, I got a feeling, and I know you're going to think I'm nuts, but I got a feeling the team is going to win the World Series. That was the day before the season started. I got ridiculed for about, well, pretty much the whole season because they didn't, they didn't have that great a record, if you remember. Did you stick season. to it the whole year, even during yes, some of the, the darker times? Okay. Yes, I did, because I was youthful and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what and what's I'm... amazing is that's 1987, and, and 91 was then they followed up, right? Yes. No Minnesota sports team. The Lynx, the Lynx gave us a dynasty, but in terms of the four men's teams that, that are the, yes. the, the original teams around here, nothing since 1991. Nothing. Oh, God. How is that even possible? Think about how the world has evolved since the last time the Twins won a championship. Right. 
I mean, it was literally like the first George Bush was president the last time the Twins won a championship. Yeah. The well, last time any Minnesota sports team won a championship. For A.J. and Tevin, I, you guys got to understand something. When the Twins won the World Series in 87, the stadium was still lit up with candles. So what is yeah, that? Well, yeah. <laughs> they they <laughs> kept score on a stone tablet, just chiseling exactly, it into yeah. Exactly right. They had the horse and buggy valet outside <laughs> right. Gate Fred, F. Fred Flintstone was the manager. Yep. <laughs> Going back a little bit. Yeah, so. <laughs> God, let's get Fred some runs. And it doesn't feel like we're getting any closer to any no. type of championship. No. I mean, the Vikings seem to have a mess oh, that just God. gets messier every day. Like is Kirk Cousins? Like it sounds now like Atlanta's doing a full court press to get him back. And then is J.J. really going to want to stay right. if we don't know who our quarterback's going to be? Which, I mean, we can franchise tag him and things like that. But, Phil, do you have any insight as far as what's going on over there at uh, TCO? The Atlanta thing's interesting. So the Fal- the Falcons, we started talking about the Falcons probably on Purple Daily in October or November. When Kirk tears his Achilles and we're kind of looking at who might, if the Vikings don't bring him back. Kirk's wife's family is from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They got married in Atlanta. Oh. The Falcons have more cap space to spend money on free agents than the Vikings do. And there's a, a prominent TV reporter, one of the one of the sports directors, I think at the ABC affiliate in Atlanta. He's been there for 16 years. He's plugged in. And he went on one of the local radio shows yesterday and said, oh, it is behind the scenes. The owner, Arthur Blank, has told his front office, spend whatever you need to get Kirk Cousins in a Falcons Ooh, uniform. Really? Yeah. That works for me, actually. Good. You're done. You're done with Kirk after six I've years. Never you're seen. Uh, he, he shows no emotion, which is. I like those guys that pit, get pissed off and start dropping f bombs in the huddle. Those are you know my what? kind of guys. The f bomb thing. I'm with you on that, man. Kirk. Yep. I think Kirk's only dropped one documented f bomb in six <laughs> years with the Vikings. <laughs> is that right? I need a better f bomb ratio I, from my starting quarterback. I'm yep. with you. And I'm with you. And Phil, I was hearing that. So the, when the new league year starts on March 13th, that there's some sort of dead cap hit with Kirk's contract that hits. So essentially we'll know in two weeks whether or not he's coming back for sure, correct? Yeah, so the way this works, for people that aren't following, you know, minute by minute, like the nerds like me and Tevin and AJ. So the NFL free agency signing window opens on March 13th. So anyone can go sign anywhere right. on March 13th. Right. It's a free agent. The day before that, if the Vikings haven't re-signed Kirk Cousins before he hits the open market, then they have to account for a $28.5 million accounting charge on their books for this upcoming year, even if he's on a different team. Oh. So it's, it's an, it'll be an interesting two weeks here to figure out what happens with Kirk Cousins. And then, of course, the draft is in two months. So I mean, the Vikings could literally have a completely different starting quarterback, a completely different room. We'll see what happens with Justin Jefferson, but a lot yeah. of fans kind of check out after the season's over. This is actually the most fun time of the year in March because there's players are going all over the place. Mm-hmm. The Vikings might get a new quarterback, so we'll see what happens. We should, do you have any idea who it would be if we did get a new quarterback? Is there anybody kind of out front to the crowd? Actually, so this oh, morning, like the college quarterbacks are all going through their their interviews at the NFL Combine. They just they bring all these oh, young players yeah, in. It's a, it's a cattle prodding. <laughs> I know exactly and, where uh, going with this, and I, lo- I love it. Michigan just won the national championship, their first national championship in what seven what twenty five years, nineteen ninety seven. Really, Jesus. And J.J. McCarthy was the 20-year-old quarterback that helped guide them to a championship. Now, Mm -hmm. Michigan ran the ball a lot, and it wasn't like McCarthy threw for 5,000 yards. But 
But J.J. McCarthy just got up at the podium in Indianapolis like an hour ago, and he said, I met with the Vikings yesterday, and Kevin O'Connell was amazing. He led the meeting. Uh-oh. We went over film together, and I, he basically said, I would love to be in a room with Kevin O'Connell to start my career. So, so keep an eye on J.J. McCarthy if the Vikings draft a quarterback. Do you like it? I do, actually. I think a lot of okay. people are looking at some of the other quarterbacks that are maybe a little mm-hmm. higher up than him and looking at their numbers and productivity and saying, well, J.J. McCarthy didn't put up the touchdowns, the yardage, and everything else. But they didn't really ask him to. They ran the, they ran the ball down everyone's throat because mm-hmm. they could, and J.J. McCarthy was kind of seasoning. So you're kind of projecting that he could do more than that in the NFL. But, um, yeah, there's there's also like three or four other guys that you could probably live with if the Vikings decided to draft a quarterback. It's a big, big-time big quarterback draft here, Tom. I know you're yeah. going to put out your your annual mock draft at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> right, there's no question about it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get that done. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to draft Tommy Kramer because he's still one of my favorite people I've ever met. <laughs> we should do an all-time Vikings draft. We should. Who would be the number one? Would it be Fran Tarkenton? Probably. The number Fran. one all-time Vikings draft pick. Probably true, yeah. He was – Fran's a damn good guy, too. Did you ever get to work with or talk to Fran at all? Uh, just uh, not, like, in-depth, but I've met him a few times. Yeah, legend. Great guy. And one, my favorite part of that whole deal is I was a nine-year-old boy going to Size Menswear on West Broadway just east of uh, Lindale Avenue, and there was this guy named Fran Tarkenden that's signing autographs. I'm like – who the hell is Fran Tarkenton? Yeah. I met Fran Tarkenton and shook hands with him when I was nine years old, man. Isn't that fun? When you meet, yeah. and that's before you get jaded and you realize that right. most, most of the athletes you meet are assholes. You know, it's like when you're a nine-year-old. <laughs> you know, I remember when I was nine, yep. I, met Kirby, I met Kirby Puckett when I was nine at Twins Fest. Yeah, there you go. And it was, we literally waited in line like two and a half hours. My dad and me just, just in a in a line of other eight-year-olds. <laughs> it's just, just to meet him for 30 seconds, and it, it's great. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what happened with me and AJ. I was in line, I think, seven, eight hours waiting to meet him. But do you guys, yeah. do you guys that's, remember? That's only, that's only because the door was locked and we couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah. not, not because there was an actual the line. <laughs> there was no line to meet me. Well, do you guys remember the days when the Vikings would travel and play basketball games in, like, high school arenas all yeah, over the absolutely. place? They yes. came. I was probably about 9, 10 years old, and the Vikings came to my high school, and, like, Matt Burke and everybody were running around playing basketball in the offseason. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I was like, they'd never do that today. But, yeah, memories like that stick with you forever. Yeah, they did that with my elementary school. I remember mm-hmm. Steve Jordan just throwing down a monster dunk in, like, 1992. Ooh, I could Great. see that. My favorite thing in that, when they used to do that, and I can't remember who said it, but they were going to play a game at Delano High School in Delano, mm-hmm. Minnesota. And the theme of the appearance was, what does Della know? Huh? Wow, wow. <laughs> Delano, someone needs to rein in Delano, right? They really do. Delano's drunk again. Come on. <laughs> What does water. Delano? <laughs> Delano, by the way, one of the one of the all time great town baseball fields with the Absolutely. ivy. They've got the ivy all around yep. the perimeter, Beautiful. the fences. It's great. You know, they got a little fountain thing. The, the, those you know those those water pads or whatever the mm-hmm. hell they're called. Yeah. With all the fountain shooting up, and they got the big circle, and they got, there's one of those right next to that stadium you're talking about. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's great. I, dude, I once saw. I used to play my first gig in radio was for KRWC 1360 out in Buffalo, Minnesota. And I used to call town ball baseball games all summer for two summers, 18, 19 years old. 
And I think it was a game between it was at that Delano field and it was it was Maple Lakes town ball team against Delano's town ball team. And I was charting pitches, doing play by play and like doing the box score and charting pitches and, and whatnot. The two starting pitchers each pitched a complete game, 17 innings. Damn. Whoa. One guy threw 191 pitches, and the other guy threw 182 pitches. I remember it like it was yesterday. It's like six games for a twin starter. <laughs> what a great yeah, story really. that is. That's a great story, man. You know, that's one thing about that kind of deal. You could go on. If you get involved in sports at all, you, as a very involved fan or reporting on it or doing whatever, there's a whole different world when, you, when you're that close to sports where they actually care what you say. Well, they only care if you say negative things. Actually, mm-hmm. if you say positive, they just accept it. But if it's negative, they don't like that at all. But well, the best part about the story is I told it. So this would have been two thousand five, maybe, and I told it on our radio show with Judd like six or seven years ago. So I don't know. Call it fifteen years later, and I'm telling I'm telling it on the show, and whatever we go to break, and we get a phone call during the break, and the, and our producer says you got to take this call when you come back. Jeff Jansen was the name of the pitcher for Delano. He was listening to the show as I was telling the story. <laughs> he called in and he goes, I, I'm Jeff Jans and I was the pitcher that you're talking about. Left-handed slot ball pitcher. <laughs> I love that. It's great, man. Well, that's yeah. how radio used to be. Back in the day, man, everybody listened to the radio back in the day. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of missed that, actually, to tell you the truth. It's, the world has changed completely. There's no question about it. But yeah. such is life, ladies and gentlemen. All right, young man, we'll enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday. All right, Kirk Cousins' watch continues on Monday. I'll keep you guys posted. Are you hoping Kirk they watch. keep him? Are you? I, hope, I hope they move on. I do, too. I I'm absolutely done. do. Thanks for the he's, thanks for the yardage. Thanks for the one playoff win. <laughs> Enjoy your money. And he's not emotional enough for me. I like guys that get pissed off like Tommy Kramer. Yep. In fact, you know what? This JJ McCarthy, the first question I'm asking him in these meetings if I'm the coaching staff. Hey, how many F bombs per game? Over <laughs> under six and a half. Love it. I love your take, man. Works for me. <laughs> All right, see you guys Monday. All right, pal. Looking forward to it. We'll take a break. Be right back with another Hun Yuck. Chris Hager joins us right after this. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. Yes, you do. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car because you don't want me fixing your car, believe me. You judge them both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert. I said my expert, and he should be yours too. We've been talking about this. You do need a financial guy. It was all over the news last week. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market, the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. And I'm one of those guys, if I tried to do my own investing, I would be a disaster. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. you got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions of Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard's a paid endorser. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. 
When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Brian. Hey, it's a new year. Why not treat yourself to a new gun from KL Surplus and Ammo? I personally know Jim, the owner, and I'm not making that up. He's a great guy. He's been, first of all, I don't do commercials for people I don't like. So there you go. But Jim, yeah, Jim's a great guy. He's been in the firearms business for over 15 years and knows how to set you up with the perfect firearm for your needs. KNL offers one of the widest selection of firearms in the region, including Beretta shotguns, Antica rifles. Uh, high school trap teams are starting to form now, and KNL has a great selection of SKB shotguns. KNL has Tika and SKB both in right and left hand models. KNL also has a broad range of ammunition, including both American and European calibers. If you have a collection of guns that you'd like to sell, call Jim at KNL so he can help you get the best price through his network. KNL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Lana Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online www.klgunstore.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. You're listening to Channel 5's Chris Eggert brought to you by... Remember they used to do audio like that back in the day? I do. I miss those days. I liked that. When I first started doing voiceover for TV stations around America, they made me do that. Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. And now, Chris Eggert with your news. Let, let's do something, Tom. Let's do your voice, and then I want you to introduce. Start with me so Tevin and AJ can learn how to do this. But okay. I'll look off on camera. And then when you say my name, remember when the old school news uh, opened? Yep. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be looking off on camera like I'm intently doing something. And then I'll look up right when the name comes. So we'll get so they you, you guys can be part of a of a real old school mm. news open. OK, let's okay, get ready. I like it. You game, Tom. I'm game. You ready? And now Channel 5 Eyewitness News with sports by AJ, weather by Tevin and your host, and great reporter and news anchor, Chris Eggert. Beautiful. I love All right, it. There we go. I love it. 10 out of I 10. I used to do that over and over. You notice I took sports away from Tevin just to be a prick. That's fine. I'll take weather. <laughs> I got to say, I think I ruined that because I came. Yeah, I, I, pretty sports-minded, though. I, that... <laughs> well, I came over smiling, and then he says Tevin, and Tevin goes, like, serious, mean mug. And <laughs> Chris was like a dramatic... <laughs> 
<laughs> so we do. It, we, Tom's gonna clip this, and my, I'm gonna look like a total. Goofball. That's fine. Uh, like if I did weather, it would be like what was it uh, in? We're like it's gonna rain in Ollie Ollie Walls. <laughs> yes, yeah, there yes. we go. That would be me just yelling. It's gonna rain in the. <laughs> it's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. I love that so much. There's no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. I got to ask Mr. Eggert about my favorite story today. Yes, sir. Because I just don't see how this could happen. There is a man who crossed the border illegally carrying fentanyl, cocaine, and methamphetamine. You know how much fentanyl, cocaine, and methamphetamine he was carrying? I'm going to go ahead and say it must be a pretty outrageous amount for it to uh, become noteworthy for you. Okay, let me put it this way. It's a very, very, very similar number. As a matter of fact, an identical number. My older brother, Terry, weighs 170 pounds. (laughs) How do you get 170 pounds of drugs across the border? Duffel bag. Dang. (laughs) Duffel bag. Yeah, there you go. 170 pounds of drugs he brought with him. Is the guy, like, gigantic? Because I couldn't carry a freaking 170-pound bag. I'm going to call my brother and say, hey, Terry, come on over so I can just carry you across the border just for the hell of it. Wow. It's pretty tough to miss 170 pounds of drugs, isn't it? I I mean, I would think so. I I don't know what 170 pounds of drugs looks like, but I... I don't either. Was it in a... Yeah, me neither. It wasn't like the... Cheech and Chong's truck that they made out of marijuana and drove. <laughs> That's right. Was it? Came off a little smoke, by the way. It was going Man, down what the a road. great, what a great movie, by the way. I, I just want to shout out to Cheech and Chong, but not to remember, minimize what you're talking about, Tom. Remember what uh, Cheech Marin said when they were driving around in that car? Oh it, no, it wasn't Cheech Marin. As a matter of fact, it was the other guy, uh, Chong, Tommy Chong. Yeah, Tommy Chong. Don't you remember what he said when he's driving that car? Because there's smoke coming out the back. I can quote a lot of that movie. I'm not sure which. (laughs) He goes like this. I started laughing so hard I thought I was going to die. They're driving along. Hey, man, you guys, what do you think of our deal here? It's going pretty Hey, wait a second, man. The light is red. So they stop at the light, and a guy crosses the street. (laughs) Tommy Chong goes, oh, look, a colored guy. Like, what? Why would you even say that? And, and that was the only reference to it at all. There was no reason to even bring it up. Why or would they the, put that in a movie? Yeah, that's weird. I didn't Isn't even know. bizarre? Even, that is, yeah, that's weird. So I just put honky on my show the next day to even the field. Well, I, well look, that, I'm working with honkies. That's, um, I don't remember that part. That's weird. Oh, there, it's, oh, you could find, a matter of fact, if AJ looked for it, you'd find it right now, but... No, there's no, really no reason to play it. You know that, uh, oddly enough, I came across this on uh, my playlist a couple years ago. There's a song where they, at the end when they're in that contest, and Cheech is dressed up in the tutu. Oh, and God. Your mama talk to me, Trattle, tell me how to live. You know what I'm talking about? Earache my eye. Song, yes, earache my eye. That, that my song eye. is really good. I love like, that song. It's such a good song. It's phenomenal. Great. Song. Uh, that's a, like the best part of that movie. It all culminates to that moment. It's <laughs> people talking to me, trying to tell me how to live. <laughs> Chris, have you watched the movie recently? 
Um, within like the last five or six years. Okay, yeah. that's that's reason enough. Does it hold up? I haven't seen that movie probably. <laughs> no, a lot of no. it doesn't okay. hold up. But nope. the stuff that's like the dumb, you yep. know, the things that you remember are still funny. But yeah, a lot of it's a lot of it's pretty out of date, and you know. 1987 or 88, I can't remember which one it was. Tommy Chong came into studio over at the Q. Yeah. And I was a huge Cheech and Chong fan. I just loved because he did this ridiculous. They did things like say what he said and for just no reason, just, just to, to piss it. people off. Yeah. Right? So he sits down. And so I figured I'd, you know, warm because I was a huge fan. There's no question. And I look at Tommy Chong, he's sitting, you know, five feet from me. And I go, man, look who's in studio. Tommy, Tommy Chong, I'm not worthy. And there's a long pause. He goes, no, man, you're worthy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> come on, man. That's a pretty on, good Tommy man. Chong. Yeah. He goes, come, come on, man, you're worthy. <laughs> Am I worthy? Thank you. All right, what's going on? I don't want to hear any negative news this morning. Well, uh, oddly enough, I was the story I brought today happens to do with THC. And um, really? I mean, I brought... I brought lots of stories, but so we did a story last night. Uh, one of our reporters, Ben Henry, did a story last night that a lot of the THC that you can buy now because you can buy it at breweries and liquor stores right. and whatnot. Right. Um, that there's an issue with the amount of THC in the cans because there's something about the cans and the plastic that they line or there's some kind of mm-hmm. um coating that they put on the inside of the cans that apparently is like absorbing the THC. So <laughs> you might, Whoops. you might be buying a can that has two servings and it's got like um, 10, what is it? Milligrams. Yeah. What the yep. milligrams. Yep. So it's got yep. 10 milligrams. You think of THC in it, but it's not because like the can has absorbed some of right. it. Mm-hmm. So, so some of them are experimenting, trying to add a little more, to balance that out, which is also funny. Like, ah, oh boy, put it in fifteen. Let's see how it goes. I, um, or they're trying to bottle them, you know, put them in actual bottles so that mm. doesn't happen. But that interesting issue that that we brought up last night. On yeah, the- well, they've had issues with that. I know in energy drinks that have creatine in them, where like oh. if it sits for a long time, like it'll there's like some sort of leaching effect that goes in. So I assume it's kind of similar where yeah, maybe if you get a THC drink fresh off the truck, you're going to have more of a higher concentration than if it sits on the shelf for a few weeks. I guess that's you got to look for a born on yep. date. Yeah, there you go. Yep. And I'm speaking, I know you got to go. So let me uh, close with this. My prediction is within the next few years, the number one sleep medication will be THC because it not only helps you sleep, it actually puts you in a good mood while you're sleeping. You don't have anywhere near as many nightmares and things like that. You're, I guarantee it's going to be the number one sleep medication out there. Your guys, Cheech and Chong, actually pop up in my feed all the time with the Cheech and Chong sleep gummies. There you go. Those it's going to happen. Those things must just hit you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't tried them, but it, like, it's always, I, I guess I must be the demo. And I, I complain enough about being tired that it just pops up in my feeds. But, yeah, uh, you're probably not wrong, Tom. I mean, and it's no, probably it's a lot happen. better for you than 99% of the sleep medicines that people use. 
Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. And I can really close with the fact that the, the mistake I made one time, because the only thing I, I don't understand is they make the gummies all the same size, whether it's five milligrams or 100 milligrams. They're the same size gummy, which could you make it a little bigger so we can figure it out? Yeah, that's uh, you make the wrong step there and you're not moving for a week. I literally took... I, it was somewhere between 50 and 100 milligrams. I thought I was taking like 20 milligrams. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch television. All of a sudden, Ricky Gervais turned into a dragon, and my legs wouldn't move. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoops. This was not a good choice. <laughs> that was a long time ago, baby. That's all yeah, I got to watch, watch that dosing. All right, go out and hit the pipe and have a good time this week. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Thank right, you, guys. sir. Yeah, Oh, yeah, you too, Pelly. Channel 5's Chris Eggert brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation at 952-925-5608. We will be right back. We shall be right back in just seconds. The lovely and talented Bob Sansevier is up next. March means it's springtime, and that means spring cleaning and your carpets and air ducts are the first item on my list. Your carpet and ducts are your biggest air filters in your home, and you could be breathing in nasty dust, dander, and bacteria. Zero Res's platinum-rated cleaning systems and environmentally friendly ZR water to the rescue with these limited-time offers. Three rooms of carpet clean, starting at just $129 off $40 savings, $75 off air duct cleaning, and 20% off all upholstery cleaning. Zero Res has a over 17,000 reviews with an average 4.9 star rating. So their gotta love it guarantee ensures your spring cleaning will leave your home looking and smelling how it should. Call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z or visit ZeroResMinnesota.com to schedule your spring cleaning offer today and be sure to ask for the Tom Bernard special. Zero Res. Spell it forward or backward. It spells the same. Schedule your appointment today and beat the spring cleaning rush. Hi guys, it's Chris Eggert from Channel 5 Morning News, along with my friends Megan Newquist and Ken Barlow. In the morning, we pride ourselves on sharing people's stories. I've been lucky enough to be part of this 5 Eyewitness News Morning Team for more than a decade now. This is where I've raised my kids and working alongside my friends for all these years. We're like a family too. We are family, Chris. Working with you and Ken and Hannah. It is such an honor to help folks start their day every morning on Channel 5. We get to catch people up on the news that's happening, and Hannah is here to keep an eye on the traffic around town. And when it comes to weather, I know people rely on me to plan their day and get their family out the door. Over the last 10 years, there are so many memories and so many laughs. I just love sharing the forecast alongside you guys. I feel the same way, Ken. To all you who start your day with us here on Channel 5, we think of you as family, too. Thanks for turning on 5 Eyewitness News in the mornings. Have you enjoyed Minnesota's non-winter this year? Want to enjoy the warmth whenever you want? Two Minnesotans can help you live that dream. Matt Carlson from Realty One Group Destination Key West grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota. Started out helping his friends find homes locally and in Florida. And now he can help you. If you've considered living in the warmth of Florida, now is the time to reach out to your new friend in Realty, Matt Carlson. It's a buyer's market now, and your Minnesotan friend Matt can help you with a new home here or in the Florida Keys. And if you need some guidance with financing, Kristen Eklund from Coast to Coast Mortgage can help. Kristen is Matt's preferred lender, can finance anywhere in Florida, and like Matt is one of us, as she hails from the Sartell, Alexandria area. 
So if you're looking at a new home in Minnesota or maybe that second home or retirement place in Florida, trust your new local friends. Contact Matt and Kristen. Visit OneKeyWest.com. That's OneKeyWest.com or call Matt at 612-791-2345, 612-791-2345 and work with local professionals you can trust. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work, Dave Bielke goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Call 763-571-2410 or go to B-I-A-L-K-E, B-I-A-L-K-E law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. So, Sandy. Yes, sir. I'd like to know on that descriptor why your name comes before mine. I'm deeply hurt. I, I would blame Tevin and uh, AJ. It's their fault. Yeah, that makes the most sense. I think they're the one, one that don't they do you. all the writing for the show. Yes, that's it. Yeah, a lot of writing on this show. You can tell, can't you? <laughs> Cracking up. Well, I heard they got there like two a.m. to just put the show together to sure. start writing yeah. it up. Yeah, no, we scrap a lot of stuff. We meet a lot of long hours, just writing constantly, yeah. sharpening pencils. Yeah. yeah, there's a two in the sure. time for sure. I don't know about two a.m., but <laughs> there's a two in there. <laughs> yeah. I do remember getting up at 3.15 every morning and going in and doing show prep for an hour for about the first 25 years of the Hugh Morning Show. And then I realized, I'm not doing that anymore. Forget it. Wing it. Wing it, baby. We just winged it. Like, it was better. Like we're it was this. more, uh, you know, it wasn't as rehearsed. So, mm-hmm. Bob, we're still trying yeah. to look for a Twins victory that matters. Uh, nothing That's yet. a little early. Uh, it's a little early, except for the fact, doesn't the season start in like two weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Just don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you, Bob. That is going to be a, I don't know if formidable is still too strong a word, but the lineup is going to be damn good. Well, it should the be. The pitching, but, you know, that's the bullpen is going to be damn good. But it's the starting pitching because they lost Sonny, Sonny Gray, and if they figure that out, they could really be your team to be around with. Think. Nice, nice mic technique. No. You're breaking what? up a little. You're breaking up a little bit. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, you're fine. Don't <laughs> worry about a thing. We're used to it. You know, you've been annoying now for like 37 years. It has been that long, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that you've been annoying. Yeah. Yes, Bob. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Longer no than that, actually. Uh, yeah, so. you brought, no, now you're right. It's, it is about, it's about 40 years now. You're absolutely right. No question yeah. about it. I'm putting up with your crap for that long. Can you, oh, I was very happy to see a story this morning, by the way. And I thought of you immediately as a nice Italian boy from New Jersey. Yeah. I don't know where it was, but these three young guys decided they were, they were going to rob a guy. Yeah. Uh, they robbed an Italian man. Didn't go Guess well. who got their asses kicked? All th- he beat the piss out of all three of them. <laughs> you don't mess with you don't mess with the Italian man. No, you don't. It's not a good idea. You, have you seen that story? You, you guys seen? No. Uh, take a gander because the picture of the guy looking at this man, I would go. I don't think I'd want to try robbing him. It's not Bob, right? Like, are we, <laughs> it was Sansevier. It was Bob Sansevier. Okay, That's exactly who it was. Well, hey, Bob, See, the Italian, the Italian man has a lot of simmering anger. It's below the surface, but it doesn't take much to bubble up. <laughs> like a nice marinara sauce. It's below the... Yes, It's yes. true. 
There's no take, getting around it. Take a look at the, you know the guys on the Soprano. Nicest guys you'd ever want to meet until they get pissed off. Yeah, no, it's a whole different story. <laughs> we got a wild yeah. definition of nice there. Yeah. <laughs> the <Yeah>. Sopranos. <laughs> Yeah, no Same thing with it. those Scorsese movies with the Italians. Yeah, the good, good fellas, you know, mm. nice yeah. guys. Right. A couple of nice guys. Tevin and AJ, if there's any way you guys can find a picture of that Italian guy, that you got to see his picture, and, and if you could possibly put it up on screen, that would be even better. Oh, Tom, it's, I'm already picturing him. Oh, uh, he's got. First of all, he's got his hair sticks straight up, and it's blonde. Nice Italian boy with blonde hair. Now I'm oh, guessing you know, he's Southern, not. Where did not your six four guy, right? He's he's probably a little uh, like uh, fire plug looking. Uh, I would go with that fire. I don't know how tall he is, but yeah, he. I don't know that I'd want to mess with him. Do you know where it happened? God, I don't. It was. I do not. And I don't want to suggest someplace either, because I would assume it happened on the East Coast, but I don't know for sure. He was the wrong guy to be attacking. Is all See, I'm on the on the East Coast, the word is out. You don't mess with an eye tie. I'm guessing it was in the South. Maybe we're not was. smart enough. Oh, that's a shot, right? There. Perhaps no, Mississippi, where the the great the GPA is very low. Well, how negative can you get about the United States of America, including Mississippi? Well, I'm just repeating the uh, education information. God, I was trying to see what I was trying to think of what network I saw that story on, and I was either on Fox or CNN or both or whatever. It was on one of those, but it's a hell of a story because they show the guy's picture. I think they actually interviewed the guy. He was like, "Yeah, these guys thought they were going to do get something done." It's like, no way. <laughs> How many guys, Tom? Went after three. Him? Three guys. That ain't smart. Yeah, three teenagers, and it did not work out well for the teenager. Or they might have been in their early 20s, something like that. But if you can't find it, you can't find it. It's not that big a deal. But it's a great story. I love the story. Well, you don't attack an Italian guy unless you got more guys than you have fingers and toes. I like it. 21 is the minimum to have a shot. <laughs> 21 to have a shot against one Italian. Yeah. I, I could, I could, I'll go with that, Bob. Simmer in anger, Tom. Simmer in anger. Also, Bob, you're gonna have to find a different punchline for the GPA. Mississippi, third highest GPA there for you high go, schools baby. in the state or in the country. Yeah. Okay, three point four two. It always has been one of the lowest. You know what? Down in Mississippi, they probably transposed a few numbers because they're not very bright. <laughs> I will tell you something. you got to understand something about Mississippi. There are parts of Mississippi that, yeah, a little, little country. There's no question. But the Gulf Coast in Mississippi is beautiful, and a lot of very, very mm -hmm. smart people live there. It's gorgeous. Biloxi, that whole area, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm trying you to know. think about people I know that come out of Mississippi other than Archie Manning. Who's a great guy? Archie Manning, that's right. He's out of Mississippi. It all works out in the end. So what's new in your life, Sanny? Uh, what's new in my life? Uh, I had to go yesterday because my daughter, even though we got other dogs, she had to have, uh, she's like, was whining to have a, a little, we used to have a mini Aussie, which she oh, adored. Yeah. So we got her another mini Aussie. And, uh, you know, it's a cute little thing. They're, mm -hmm. uh, she, apparently, though, I, I checked in on her this morning. She had the blanket and the pillow on on the floor next to the little kennel because the dog oh. was howling all night she oh. wanted, until she fell asleep. Yeah. So you know what it's like to get another dog when, when they're puppies. Oh, absolutely. No question. Yeah. I also know some other thing. And this is the first, I think, the first reveal we've ever done publicly. But uh, if you want to see money burning in a pile, 
get Bob's wife and my wife together to go shopping. Holy Christ, those women can spend money, Bob. Uh, well, mine will spend it on a horse. Yeah, that's and true. Yours, she loves her yours used to. <laughs> yeah, used to. Tell a woman, you know why she stopped riding horses, right? No. Because she got injured. She was sitting at a light at Williston and Highway 7. You know where that yeah. intersection yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And a woman who decided to put her makeup on and steer with her knees. Oh, no. Rear-ended Catherine doing 60 miles an hour. She's oh. putting her makeup on while driving 60 miles an hour. Oh, that's horrible. She's lucky it wasn't worse. And I told you the one time on 394, the woman not putting makeup on, using one of those little ear eye things for the, to curl their eyelashes. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Steering with her knees on 394 <laughs> in the speed lane. <laughs> Why would you do that? Seriously. Uh, it's beyond me. No and, you know, when Mary, you know, because I know you guys are giving me crap or Tom has over the years about having miniature horses. Did, did I ever tell you how we, why we got involved with miniature horses? No. Nope. Because Mary broke her neck um, and she was told you can't ride horses anymore. So she oh, got minis. That's right. I re- and that's now right. she I rides horses that. again. Not as recklessly as, you know, as she once had. Not like the old days? No. And But I will say this now for people out there who, uh, you know, who are thinking, foolishly thinking of getting a horse. Minis are great and ponies for kids. Because my kids grew mm-hmm. up with them. And, and I, I'll, uh, I won't make this a long tangent, but it is a microcosm of life to go to a horse show, especially like at the national level. My kids, my kids would go in a class, win a national title. The next class, they wouldn't even finish in the top ten. So then that's life. There's highs, there's lows. And it, prepare, it really did prepare them for life. You know, to know how to deal with it. So I, I think it was a good thing for my kids. Maybe everyone hasn't felt that way, but it, it did for us. If, I, if you tell that story again, either on TV or radio, I'd probably enunciate better because it sounded like you said, we went to a horror show. Oh, did I say horse? That also will oh, teach, you, teach you a lot about life. <laughs> it probably will, exactly. Hey, look at Devin. He's, he's weighing in now on something he's got some authoritative opinions on. Oh yeah! Well, well, oh, that's I know. Cold. I know some people. Yeah, all we right. all know people. But uh, hey, if you want a sports nugget, uh, Madison is gone. He should gone. be gone. Yeah, should I mean, he, he didn't do anything. He didn't have a touchdown last year, and lost his job to Ty Chandler, who probably won't have the job this year because they'll draft somebody in the mid rounds yep. that yep. they play. And the thing is, though, they they say three point three five million. Is this the start of it? And is Cousins among the next? guys that go that's a good argument yeah i i would not i'd rather cousin didn't come back He's, he wants the, people are saying out there that uh, these so-called experts 50 million for what for He's one never playoff won anything. win yeah one playoff when he has 50 million yeah i told you i ran into him in florida at a restaurant once he's about the size of a stick man well, he's, he's got, got no he, muscle at all. You he's very know, lean. You want to know very who, lean. You want to know who's not a, a stick man? The, I found mm. the gentleman that you were talking about. His name is Rocco DiStefano. That's the guy. That's he, him. He is a uh, gym owner in L.A. And he was <laughs> oh, what a mistake! He was walking his dog, and three guys uh, armed tried to jump him and steal yeah, the, ro- yep. the Rolex that he was wearing. So here's a picture of him and his dog on scene after fighting <laughs> off the people. I went to his Instagram. This is what's under the sweatshirt. Jesus. Imagine trying to take that guy's Rolex. Okay, you, you know to... what? 
You don't see that in that other photo. But yeah, if you go back to the first picture, like you see a guy with that hairstyle with that dog, you go, I can probably kick his ass. And then you yeah. see the Hulk that's underneath the sweatshirt. Yeah, you're good luck, buddy. You better need six of you. AJ, that's a brilliant job because that's the exact thing I was talking about. You attacked this guy. How he kicked the piss out of all three of them. It was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So and is that go. is that Jesus on his shoulder? No, that looks like a pharaoh, like some sort of Egyptian thing. Yeah, I do. Okay, he can tell me whatever it wants to be, yeah. and it's a great tattoo. <laughs> Fantastic tattoo. I have nothing ill to say about his tattoo. God, you know it's kind of weird though. With all four of us, with Tevin and Bob and AJ and me, we have the exact same muscle structure in our stomachs that he does. Yeah, yeah, we all. Yeah, I was like, who photoshopped my abs onto his yeah. body? Yeah. I thought I actually well. went onto my Instagram. That's it was confusing. <laughs> Isn't he only has, wonderful? you know, a six-pack. I'm really happy you found that picture because now you got the point. It's like, who the hell would attack this guy? Are you nuts? He said uh, when he turned around after being con- uh, what uh, involved, I guess, right away, uh, right. three masked men were running up to him. One of them had a gun, he recalled. And then basically there's a video that I, uh, I'm i not able to play here, but he just kind of picked up his dog like a like a little football <laughs> and fought. So he, it was basically one arm. One oh, arm. One arm. One arm against three. He, he was one armed against three <laughs> armed guys. So just crazy. Well, that's like when everybody tried to jump Cam Newton at his football camp, and there's that video <laughs> yeah. of him. Six like guys are trying to beat him up, and he's just not. I'm not no, going no. that route. <laughs> six, well, six, he two, had three. on his sorcerer's hat. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So AJ, brilliant job, man. I'm really happy you found that picture because it's like, why on earth are you stupid enough to attack a guy that looks like that? Well, the first thing I typed in was Italian man fights off attacker, and it was like some 98-year-old guy in Milan. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think this well, is who Tom's that's, talking that's about. It was. That's good, too, man. All right, Sandy, get the hell out of here, you Italian. All right, we'll see you come no, Monday. One question before you go, though. Why yeah, is yeah, it that yeah. all you Italian guys look exactly the same? Like, that guy and you look exactly the same. Oh, yeah, there's no mm-hmm. question. If I want me to take my shirt off, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, all right, Bob, have here. a good weekend. <laughs> Boy, look at the time. We love to schmooze. All right, Bob, we'll talk to you all next right. week, Pally. So long. Thanks, that. We'll take a break. Be right back. Timmy Lammers joins us right after this. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car. You judge them both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert, and he should be yours, too. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market and the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. 
But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365 Day Sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the air dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. We are back with, yeah, I just had to go out and give the missus a kiss. She's hitting the road going to Atlanta. Damn it. She's going to her, her one of her best friend's son's wedding. So, you know, I don't go to weddings. You guys go to weddings? Um, I was at one last, uh, last weekend, but I usually don't go to weddings. Uh, I, yeah, I... I don't go to weddings or funerals, neither. <laughs> I'm at, like, two weddings a week in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, when I'm DJing them and working them, yeah, so. But friends haven't had any, like, gone as a guest yeah. in a while. One of the great things, Timmy Lammers, about growing up in North Minneapolis is if you went to a friend's wedding upstairs at Howie's, there was always a fist fight. It was just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we didn't have that at my wife and I. We didn't have any fights at ours. So We didn't either. Yeah, we didn't either. It was a magnificent situation, no question about it. But I do remember we got married in uh, 1984, on July 7th, 1984. And the number one song right then was played about 6,000 times at the wedding because everybody loved to dance to it. Can you remember what the number one hit was on July 7th, 1984? Am I? I'm gonna guess "Celebration" by Cool and the Gang. Uh, that's pretty close because it was actually Jack. Jack snuck down the hill and waited all day for Jill. You guys remember that song? No, I was just Jack and Jill, man. Oh, it's one. Of, oh, you gotta oh, find wow. it, AJ. You gotta find it and play a little. What's, it's phenomenal. What's, what's it called? Jack and Jill. What's it called? Jack and Jill by the Heartbeats. You said? Not the Heartbeats. No. By who? It was, um, what the hell was his name? He had a bunch of hits. He had a ton of hits, as a matter of fact. He's a solo artist. What the hell was his name again? He was really good. Is it Ray Parker? Ray Parker Jr. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. who it was. Ray Parker Jr. I'm telling you, when he plays it, you're going to love it. You might want it as your theme song from now on. Why do you think Jack snuck down the hill? It's got a tambourine in it, it looks like. So, yeah, it must a be. tambourine? I don't remember that. Great song, though. AJ, you know how to work the equipment, or what the hell are you doing in there? Let's go. Yeah, it's uh, it's trying. To yeah, play. it's trying <laughs> to can't... play. Oh, 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 hold on. Here we go. Advertisement. Yep, there we go. Oh. 
love this song. We're just show showing a lot of old appliances. Big part, baby. if we play anymore i love that song too we played that song at our reception about 50 times because everybody wanted to dance to it and sing along to it it was a huge hit ray parker jr is one hell of a talent you know who are you gonna call who are you gonna call ghostbusters ray parker jr ray parker jr baby so anyway timmy now that we've been entertained by ray parker jr and jack and jill I still love that song. All these years later, I still love that song. So, Timmy, Tim I, Landers, I, by the way, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. So, Timmy. Yes, sir. What's the latest? Well, I want to see a movie about Rock, Rocco with the one fist with the dog. <laughs> You saw the picture, did you, Timmy? Yes, I did. Holy God. And you're right. You know, just looking at him, it's like, oh, this guy will push him over. It's like, no, no. Rocco, with one hand, mind you. With the dog. The dog. With the dog. He beat the piss out of him. Sleeping while Rocco was doing this, you know. It's true. Oh, how funny. I just saw that this morning. I just was in love with life again. It's like this guy with one arm beat the piss out of three robbers. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's great stuff. Great stuff. So, yep. uh, before I get to talking about Dune Two, a did any of you read Frank Herbert's Dune, the novel? Nope. And B, did you see the first Dune movie? Nope. Nope. Never had any interest. Kevin and AJ, no. Nope. Uh, Neither one of you. I like it. It was one of those where I was told the same thing as like Avatar, like oh this is like the movie you got to see it. Uh-huh. It just I don't know. I I get it. It's it's Timmy Chandelier out in the desert or whatever, and uh, you know he's got a thing in his nose and he's a spaceman. I I hear Dune Two is like actually like an insanely solid movie. So it I mean, is. I'll have to catch it is. up. Here's here's the whole issue with it. You're right. It has everything in a two hour and thirty six minute runtime. Tommy's out. Oh, I'm out. Way too. Kevin's long. out. Ooh. I'm out. I can tr- I can truck through that though for a good movie. Yeah, well, you know, so so look, I mean, it's a cast is amazing. Okay, you do have Tim- Timothy Chalamet, you have Zendaya, you have Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Dave Bautista, uh, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem. They're all back from the first film. Then you add Austin Butler, who of course played Elvis. You add Christopher Walken. And then you add Florence Pugh, who is really her career is on fire in Hollywood. And it's like, wow, you have everything you need as far as a cast. And they're great. And then you have the, the, the visual effects are just mind blowing. You see it on a massive screen, which I did 
it's like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Uh, vistas are breathtaking. The set pieces are breathtaking. But I didn't read that original novel. Okay. I thought I, I got along pretty well with the first film. But the second one is like, okay, there's this mythology that was created by Frank Herbert and all this mm -hmm. sort of stuff. So unless you're really familiar with this, I'd say at the very least, go back and see the original first. Now, I did not because it's been two and a half years since that original film. And, you know, that's a long film as well. So I, I suppose I would have benefited a little bit from that. But no doubt that this movie was made for the fans of that novel. And maybe the David Lynch, what was it, a miniseries or a movie, a, whatever he did way back in the 80s. Um, back in the time when Jack and Jill was the hot song, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right, no Tommy? Huh? Huh? No doubt so, about so, it. So, yeah. So, it, it, I, I'm, I'm kind of mixed with this. I mean, it's, it's really tough to put down a movie that really does have it all. But when you have a narrative that is kind of like, okay, I'm just, I'm holding on by my fingernails, you know, trying to understand things as they're going along. So, yeah, it's, you know... <sighs> You can't be expected to read the books for every single movie that you see. In fact, uh, any great filmmaker will tell you that those two are separate entities. You know, yeah, you really yeah. need to keep them separate because, again, I, I, I tell you what, I got hate mail. Hate mail because I admitted that I did not read the Harry Potter books. I mean, people I were pissed at me. Oh, I didn't read them. I wrote yeah. it. And so, 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 yeah, I mean, that's, that's an issue. I mean, you know, but you can't be expected to, again, just because you have to treat them separately because yes, generally there's just no way of matching those original visions that in the mind's eye or whatever that you get when you're reading those books. But obviously when you take a, a story like Dune and you spread it out over a five hour time period, you're going to be able yeah. to get in a lot more. And yep. uh, so that's where I was struggling was the fact that okay i i'm not i'm not in touch with all these nuances and all these things in the book that they bring out it's it's definitely a, a feast for fans there's no question about that i like it that's like you know you laid it out now i might want to watch this it's your fault well yeah i mean i can't imagine anybody going into doing too cold without having seen the first film or not reading the book i mean you're just going to be completely lost so yeah, yeah right. you gotta you gotta have you have to ground it in something, and I guess for you, Tom, the best way to do it would be to watch that first film. And and again, that first film I thought really set up things well. But then then once you lay out that template, then they get into the deeper parts of things. Right. And then 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 it was harder for me to grasp. So again, uh, I I stayed awake. You know, it wasn't boring, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it right. had everything in it to be a successful movie. It's just not having that 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 knowledge of of those original or of that original book, I should say. I think it's quite a long book. I mean, either AJ or Tevin maybe I don't know if you can look it up or I can look it up. I think it was a pretty long book. Obviously long yeah, enough it for was, me to yeah. it in two. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, quickly, Spaceman is on Netflix. Adam Sandler. It is not an Adam Sandler comedy. It's really? a serious Adam Sandler movie that uh, it's a man confronting uh, his his past, which is tragic. 
Uh, he's up in space. He's on this eight-month mission on the edge of the galaxy. He's going. He's confronting the unknowns of this space cloud and trying to get particles. And some weird stuff happens up there. He encounters this alien that's the form of a giant space, uh, a giant spider. <laughs> which is the voice of Paul Dano, and it works. It's almost like it's that relaxing thing like Hal in 2001, A Space Odyssey, that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the fact that Adam Sandler can do serious stuff and is really, really good in this. It's one of those movies that really gets you thinking. Carrie Mulligan is in it as well. She's nominated for an Oscar for Maestro. She's terrific. She is his somewhat estranged wife. She's tired of him going on these missions and really putting her second in their life. He's space is first for him. So have to do, put, do a quick plug. Uh, I did interview Adam Sandler and Paul Dano yeah, for this film, uh, directconversations.com. I did it for looper.com, um, but you can get the links to that interview on uh, my website. And I have to point out, I pointed this out to Tom on Tuesday, Adam Sandler is a vintage Minnesota Vikings fan. I didn't even know that until you told me that, man. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And actually, I found this out 26 years ago. I interviewed him for The Wedding Singer. And, you know, I tell him from Minnesota, he says, you know what? I grew up loving because my dad loved the Vikings. I loved the Vikings. Chuck Foreman, Fran Tarkenton, Alan Page, Jim Marshall. Uh, I think he mentioned Eller in that first conversation. When I mentioned it again, I wore my Vikings hat during the interview. He uh, brought them all up again with the exception of Carl. You know, yeah. we're, we're short on time. We had so much to squeeze into five minutes, him right. and Paul Dano and me. And then Paul Dano, nice Polonaise. Is that closed or not? Uh, I think they reopened it. They closed it up, but I think it's been reopened as a just nice bar, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. been, like, shrunken to not yes, the original right. thing, which is a bummer, but... I used to love going into Nice Polonaise, man. It was really, really great. I well, when I interviewed place. Paul Dano in 2012 or 2014 for a movie he did called Ruby Sparks, he was in Minneapolis, and he, I reminded him of that during our interview with, with Sandler. And he said, I went to pa Nice Polonaise. He had, he's kept up with it. He said, yeah, I heard it closed down. And I said, yeah. And, and he said, That's one of the, that was one of the greatest bars in America that I'd ever been to. Yeah, so it's you know it was, it was fun getting some Minnesota stuff from those guys. But uh, Spaceman, it's an esoteric sort of thing. I think a lot easier to understand, even though it's pretty deep stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, then you're Dune too. Again, have, not having that knowledge of Dune going in is tough. That's good. Sure. You just reminded me of a couple of coworkers. If you wanted a nice polonaise, you would see uh, Patrick Royce in there, and if you went to the Lexington, you'd you'd see. Our buddy over at Garage Logic, Joe Sushere. He was mm. all every time I went in there, he was there. Really? It was, it was wonderful. Well, I haven't drunken anything for more than 30 years. So mm. I, I, I've never been there. And, and you know, I, obviously I live outside the Twin Cities anyway. I don't right. even know where it's at. Where where is it? Where was it located? Or where's the, the Lexington? Is it? Well, nice Polonaise. Where, where's it's, the bar it's, located? It's right it's down the street the from uh, like Kitty Quarter from Kamarchuk's. Northeast. There's uh, mm. Our Lady of Lords Catholic Church is right behind it. You know where that is? That's mm. on Hennepin and... Certix is right there. Hennepin and University. About a block west of Hennepin and University. Okay. That's about right, right? Okay, so people kind are by Certix. drunk yep. and wreck stuff and then go confess their sins at the church. That's exactly right. Absolutely. That's exactly right. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's exactly it. All righty. Well, I got to get out of here. I know Kristen's up next, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ordinary Angels from last week. If you haven't had a chance to see that again, Tommy, I texted you about it. You must see it. Alan Richson, Hillary Swank. Phenomenal. Phenomenal movie as well. So, All right, young man. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Lammers, sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers, right back with Kristen Burt. March means it's springtime, and that means spring cleaning and your carpets and air ducts are the first item on my list. Your carpet and ducts are your biggest air filters in your home, and you could be breathing in nasty dust, dander, and bacteria. Zero Res's platinum-rated cleaning systems and environmentally friendly ZR water to the rescue with these limited-time offers. Three rooms of carpet clean starting at just $129 off $40 savings, $75 off air duct cleaning, and 20% off all upholstery cleaning. Zero Res has a over 17,000 reviews with an average 4.9 star rating. So their gotta love it guarantee ensures your spring cleaning will leave your home looking and smelling how it should. Call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z or visit ZeroResMinnesota.com to schedule your spring cleaning offer today and be sure to ask for the Tom Bernard special. Zero Res. Spell it forward or backward, it spells the same. Schedule your appointment today and beat the spring cleaning rush. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt, Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. I got to ask you guys a question. Because I posted that thing, I, I talked about this earlier, that this guy snuck across the border with 170 pounds of meth, cocaine, uh, and fentanyl. Mm-hmm. And I said, basically, uh, Kristen, that I would have to carry my brother Terry across the border because he weighs about 170 pounds. How do you sneak 170 pounds of drugs over the border? I don't know. I think I, you do it at I don't night know. while nobody's looking. I don't know. My don't grandmother know. smuggled in jewels. <laughs> She did? I just found this out. So I have, my grandparents lived in Egypt for a year. 
um, 66 to 67. This is a long time ago. Um, my grandfather was a Fulbright fellow. And so he was doing some archeo archaeologist type of research and that mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, and they were escorted out by the American embassy because of the war in 1967 that broke oh, out there. Sure. Yeah. And they were told to like, leave everything and we'll ship everything to you. Don't worry. And, but they really had to like scramble and just pack their personal belongings. And they really couldn't take a lot of things. Um, with them and they knew that they weren't going to be able to take uh, my grandmother had gotten these beautiful amethyst stones for everybody mm -hmm. yeah. um, that she was going to you know give to like every I wasn't born but like to my mom and uh, the aunts the uncles the brothers sisters whatever um, and I just found out from my uncle <laughs> that she um, smuggled them in her lady parts into oh, the country the nether region is an incredible yes. story um, yes. And I have a ring made out of this. So I'm like, oh my God, it is my vagina ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry to be so good. crude at this hour of the morning, but I crude. just learned, and I'm like, why didn't I hear this family story? Because this is insane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and she had rings made out of these amethysts for everybody. And I wear it all the time. And now all I can think about is that my grandmother smuggled it in her lady parts. Hey, she's, Are she'll you? always be with you then. Yeah. Are you implying that this guy shoved all 170 pounds of drugs up his you butt? You never know. People swallow the <laughs> you, never. you never know. I got to ask you guys I a know question. that they do use, I, I, I'm not 170 pounds, but obviously we, we know that they, the balloons. people will swallow mm -hmm. balloons of condoms. Yeah. 170 pounds worth? That's no, a lot of swallowing, that's baby. not. But I'm saying like <laughs> they will do it. Yeah, they have very sophisticated ways, whether it's human smuggling or tunnels that are dug or drones they'll fly over, boats, whatever, that they get the drugs across one way or another. Yeah. They do somehow. I got to ask you guys a question because during our conversation, there were a couple of postings on my Tom Bernard uh, Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Charlie Anderson, don't tell me he had it where the sun don't shine. Which you were talking about, same situation. So same situation Charlie, as my Charlie grandmother. Anderson, Charlie Anderson agrees with you, and then right under that, a guy named Matt Carlson posted, "This is a bot account." What the hell does that mean? Oh, uh, uh, the either he's talking about the where the sun don't shine guy is a bot account, or the thing you posted was like a bot account clickbait story fake news. Yeah. It was not fake news. It was on the national news last night. That's just what that guy was referring to, is a bot but account. Get off my page then. Yeah, call Everybody him else a, is nice. Call him Go a bot away. account. And... Yeah, you're a bot account. No, yeah, you. Yeah, fight over bots, over Russian bots spreading fake news across <laughs> American yeah, social so, yeah. media. Well, it was on the national news this morning, so I know it wasn't a bot account. So in any case, i got to ask you a question. Have you, ever, you guys heard of a show called Tracker? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, you have? You ever yeah, watched Tracker it? Yeah, Tracker premiered after the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. And what's the guy, the guy who, who stars in it? It's really good. Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, Tevin, have you seen it? Uh, I have not, but it's been one of those where I've come very close to clicking on, but then I started watching Shogun. Really good. Oh, you watch Shogun. Is that good? <laughs> yes. Amazing. Shogun's I amazing. I watched okay. the second one, and I'm hooked. Well, i got to wait until Catherine gets back. She's in Atlanta, so she won't be back till Sunday night. Maybe we'll watch it Sunday night. That'd be good. That's one thing. I don't, I don't even like watching TV without Catherine. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's sweet. Sweet. No, it's kind of weird. 
It's kind of weird. weird. It's just weird. That's yeah. it. No question about it. Well, what will you do like tonight and Saturday night without Catherine? Mope. A mope. A lot of moping. Well, you won't like watch a movie. Cheering or... up. You know. You're going to cry into your Cheerios. That's exactly what I'm going to do. There's no question about it. <laughs> she got finally after the time I, the fifth time I kissed her goodbye, she said, okay, I got to go. <laughs> I was like, yes, dear. That's I nice, though. I hate it when You're she's gone. You're sweet for your lady. We like that. I adore that woman. You know that. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Just like your husband adores you, Kristen. I'm sure it's he the same thing. He does. Except he's a pain in the butt, me. too, at the same time. <laughs> well, there is that. That's true. It's legit. But yeah, Tracker, I, I just I saw the first one last night that I, you know, the first time that we had watched it. It was terrific. Really, really a good show. Did I you think. watch him in This Is Us? I did. I watched This Is Us. What was that about again? Uh, that's the one about the family that has the twins. I don't think I did. Oh, they have the triplets actually, and then they lose one of the triplets, oh, and then okay. they adopt one, and then they raise them as triplets, even though one of them is there's two ba- two white babies and one black baby. Why would you do that? I'm not talking about the white baby black baby thing, but the kid died. Why do you have to replace the kid? I mean, it makes me sad. It really does. I'm like good for the kid they adopted because they have a good home now. That's not what I mean. I don't know if I could get over the sadness that quickly. Or maybe that does help him. Maybe it helps. I mean, it was a family drama. It was, there was a lot of sadness yeah. in it. Yeah, it's probably yeah, one of the both. saddest movies on TV. Well, great. TV Thanks for the recommendation. Tom, sorry, watch TV this. TV. It's really sad and Catherine's out of town. Yeah, yeah great. Well, I mean, you, you wouldn't be able to get through it anyway. I mean, it's like six or seven seasons anyway. Oh. Um, okay. But a lot of great acting in it. Justin mm. Hartley's in it. Sterling K. Brown's in it, which really was, I feel like, his breakthrough role. Uh, Mandy Moore kind of her coming back to after being married to a really lousy person and then coming back to Hollywood. Who is she married to? Mandy Moore used to be married to Ryan Adams. And he's a musician, not Brian Adams, but Ryan Adams. So just to be clear for people and uh, two different people. uh, But he really kind of like, she married him very young in her early 20s and he kind of just like squashed her voice, squashed her self-esteem, was very mentally and verbally abusive to her. And it's been documented because other women came forward like after he had divorced Mandy Moore. And he had overlapped with a lot of women during his Mandy Moore marriage too, I should say. But they had all experienced similar type of things at Mandy Moore. And New York Times did a huge deep dive article, I want to say now maybe about four or five years ago. Um, Very traumatic to, to read their account. It seems like it, yeah. So this is us. Should I should I give it a whirl? What was that about? Ten years old, something like that. I, it probably started about ten years ago. Uh, yeah. say, maybe eight years ago. Out. Something like that. Should I watch it? It's a good show. All it right. is. It is sad at times, though. So. Kind of like this show. Very sad at times. Very sad at times. You no yell at me all the time for bringing sad stories. <laughs> we have no time for any of that. But, yeah, I just, I got to be honest with you again. A lot of people complain this, that, and the other thing. I think television programming is the best it's ever been. No yeah, question. there's a ton to watch. and. Yep. Uh, the library is accessible. That's the other thing. Yep. Like I enjoyed the fact that if I miss something the first time around, like you can go back. If you miss the Sopranos, you can go back and watch the Sopranos. Yep. I did. Yeah. I went back and watched the Sopranos. I went back and watched all kinds of shows, but tracker, we watched it last night. The guy is everybody in. It's very solid. I like that. Yeah. And I think it's totally on point for a CBS show. It fits right into their yeah. genre of shows. 
Is it true? I, I could not get this out of my head, and it's your fault, Kristen Burt, that Paramount is going might be purchased by Peacock. Peacock, they may be merging. Mm-hmm. I never, ever, ever thought that would happen. I, Paramount needs something to survive. So right. that's why they're courting all of these suitors. You know, everything from Skydance Films has looked at them. We know that Warner Brothers has looked at them. So there was a possible merge with HBO. Byron Allen, of course, who's in the mix for everything, right. has looked. And it, it's a, it's only a matter of time. Once they find a deal that's going to work for them, it's going to happen. So there will be, and I don't know, if, if you have a, two streamers coming together, what do you call them? Paracock. <laughs> oh, yeah, Paracock. Paracock. Clip, P- that, click that, clip that out. Yeah. P Mountain. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's really nice. All you kids listen, Aunt Kristen. This was a family kids. show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. Just off the rails today with Kristen. I'm going to blame Marguerite Burt, who was my grandmother, who, let me tell you, was a hoot, and she would have given all of us a run for her money, but she is somewhere in heaven. Having a Manhattan and a cigarette with Johnny Carson because that was her favorite person in the world. There you go. <laughs> yep. No, I, I picture my mother. My mother was not a big drinker, but she could smoke with the best of them, man. Cup of coffee and a cigarette, baby. Let's yep. go. She's playing cards with Johnny Carson and they're smoking and drinking. That's what I they're doing Johnny right now. Carson. Johnny Carson was the best of all time. No doubt about it. She used to babysit me and like have me stay up. Like through Johnny Carson and then would put me to bed. And by the way, the night, the late shows way back in the day were an hour and a half. So I wasn't going to bed at like 1230. I was yeah. going to bed at one. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Why is she so tired? She's been watching Johnny Carson all night and playing cards with her grandmother. And I'm talking about like, I was like three. I wasn't like 10. Oh. <laughs> that all works out in the end. All right. Any closing comments? <laughs> Any closing comments? Uh, just a couple things that came up this week. Beef is going to get a second season. Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway are supposedly going to be cast. Okay. Kind of interesting for a mm-hmm. season two. It'll be a brand new story for anyone who watched mm-hmm. season one. And the other big news I'm super excited about is that Ryan Gosling will be singing I'm Just Ken live at the Oscars. Is that a good thing? That is a good thing because it's probably going to be the only five minutes you're going to want to watch of the Oscars, in my opinion. Well, except for Nyad, I want to watch. Nyad is up for an Oscar, aren't? Isn't it? It's not going to win. I'm. I. No. no, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, nobody from Nyad's going to win. Their win is the nomination. Because we're at the point now, we've had so many award shows. It's pretty clear who the winners are likely going to be. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but. Seeing Ryan Gosling sing I'm Just Ken and dance around that Dolby stage, to me, is going to be a viral moment. It's probably going to be the most tweeted moment. That's my guess. We'll give it a whirl, sister. All right. And we'll talk to you on Monday. Yes. Have a great weekend, everyone. You too. Thank you, Bye. Kristen Burt. Bye. Kristen Burt Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Closing comments. Closing. Is this show a bot show? I want to know yeah. right up front. We've, we've fooled everybody. This is a bot show. This bot show. Completely AI generated. Yeah, yes. That's all right. <laughs> what a, some people. Uh, that's like the go-to when somebody doesn't agree with 
an opinion yeah. or something about oh, oh fake, really? this is a bot. That's a bot. Fake news. That's yeah. a bot. And the bots are crazy. Why would you bot a story that was on national television? That makes no sense. People don't think things through when they no, comment on the no, internet. No, unfortunately, no, that's true. Type, 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 I'm getting used to send. <laughs> I'm getting used to that again. I haven't seen that in 12 years. So I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So I'm gonna have to get used to that again. I guess. I imagine that's probably true. All right, fellas, we will talk to you on Monday. The family shows up in about 10 minutes. Yep, have a good weekend. You too, thank you.